This is 937 a ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion Vershawn Jackson. Touchdown. Vershawn Jackson. Number 34 gets the touchdown. Terrell Farley. Terrell Farley. Is Terrell Farley. Farley. Defending Terrell Farley. Who last week in his first start was a holy terror. Number 43. And Jake Bockelvin. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Powered by Bauer. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. 93.7 the ticket where the fans run the air. <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, let's get into it, guys. Um we gotta be out. I just got a got a call from a a medical emergency to happen at the restaurant. So uh, I'm probably gonna have to be running out here to my nephew. So definitely keep the prayers in uh, my nephew in your prayers. Uh, but listen, let's get to this JoJo Dome right away, Jake. Before I got to get out of here, let's get to JJ Dome. All right, this was JoJo Doman the other day. He was uh, on uh, um, on the show with uh, Kenny Wilhite and Jay Foreman, of course, Old School, which you can hear every afternoon here on The Ticket. Uh, here's what he had to say, uh, talking about the previous uh, coaching staff, Scott Frost. How you talk to your players, like how you talk to your players is everything. Like we're, we're like a sponge. We're soaking up everything you're saying. We're believing you even because because we've been trained and conditioned to believe you. And if you're not leading with authenticity, and being like 100% genuine in everything you do, you're le- like you're leading the whole team down this sideways path. And it just felt like, you know, one, two, three handful of things just like weren't authentic, weren't genuine. And over time, those things stack up. And, you know, you take one step off your path, you can take one step back on, but you take one step off your path and you don't realize you're off your path, you take 100 more steps. Now you're way off the path. And that's what I kind of felt like what happened in Nebraska. Wow. And the truth has set you free. I don't even want to, I don't want to respond yet. Go to the next one. Uh, that's the only clip we have for it. That was kind of the one that got uh, a lot of the attention. Um, there was another, there was another question about what, you know, like if he felt like there was somebody on the staff he could go to. Um, you know, if you, if he needed, you know, if you felt like you needed to go to somebody, to, you know, with his questions and he said, you know, he kind of went around and talked to him, like, ah, not really. Well, maybe Ron Brown. Um, but other than that, not, not really. So, uh, it was, uh, it was kind of enlightening and, and kind of interesting too, because Jojo Doman, I think a lot of people would think of him and he was originally recruited by Mike Riley. Remember he was here for like six years. Um, but, uh, you know, as as one of the better players. I mean, he was an all second team All American two years ago on the three and nine team. Um, but he had some of the most success under Scott Frost. I suppose as, as far as Scott Frost players uh, go, and um, so you know, particularly from him, damning to hear those words. Well, there's a difference like that because um, I, I remember one time Coach Osborne said that he would never let a coach disrespect us and talk to us any kind of way, and and he meant that, and I never. 
had to, you know, we never witnessed a coach trying to talk to us any kind of way. And because, because believe it or not, because we don't talk to them any kind of way. And that, and that shows you the difference between coach Frost and coach Osborne is one's probably a drunken sailor and the other one probably a saint, you know, it's two different type of people and, you know, but he was coached by coach Osborne. That don't mean he's going to act like coach Osborne. And that's the thing. So he, you know, he Scott is his, his own man and, and he controlled the team like he did. And, 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 and if they, that's coming out like that, then that's messed up because I wouldn't want to be in an atmosphere where coaches feel like they can talk to you any kind of way. Which now that we're talking about that, cause I want to, I want to go back and relive that again and play it again, just so I can gather more information before I speak on it. Cause that was powerful. What he said. So how you talk? What? How you talk to your players, like how you talk to your players, is everything. Like we're, we're like a sponge. We're soaking up everything you're saying. We're believing you, even because because we've been trained and conditioned to believe you. And if you're not leading with authenticity and being like 100 percent genuine in everything you do, you're lead, like you're leading the whole team down this sideways path. And it just felt like, you know, one, two, three, handful of things just like weren't authentic weren't genuine and over time those things stack up and you know you take one step off your path you can take one step back on but you take one step off your path and you don't realize you're off your path you take a hundred more steps now you're way off the path and that's what i kind of felt like what happened in nebraska yeah i, I mean it, that says a million that says a lot that says a lot about the culture when you have a guy who is now in the NFL and he doesn't have to rely on Husker power people for his money and things like that. The truth comes out that not only were they off the path on multiple things, we were off the path on a hundred and a whole bunch of stuff. So to, to, to hear Jojo Doman say those things now is it's, it, 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 it just hurts a little bit more because we knew the truth. And then when Scott gets out, you look at Scott's contract and he gets out of, he gets out of here like a, like a, like a, I don't even know what to call him with $16 million in, in, via his contract. But then Mickey, but Mickey gets nothing. Zero zilch. Something's wrong with that picture. Y'all. That's all I can say. And I don't even care to go down that rabbit hole. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole, but I think Jojo Doman, where can they find the whole interview box? Uh, you can go on, on the YouTube page. There's actually, we're kind of building a pretty good YouTube page. We got, you know, interviews from uh, ranging from the Frank Solge before he came for the spring game, Goldberg, the wrestler. I mean, uh, you know, we've had our, we had our Trey Palmer one. So there's a lot of good interviews on there. We'll be near the top of the page because uh, it's one of the latest. Uh, but yeah, that's what, that's a good spot to go find it. Um yeah, among among others, uh, you know, old school. You can find that on, uh, you know, the same thing like Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. So all the all the streams that we have as well. You know, the TicketFM.com's got all the archives in there as well. So plenty of places to find it. Okay, good. All right, so this man, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang. I'm gonna stick around. You guys go ahead. I'm gonna stick around a couple more segments. I'm gonna have to go to the hospital. Hmm. All right, what you got for me, Bach? I'm gonna hit. We're gonna do a, some a little later too, though. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, it again, uh, I think it's it's intriguing, you know, and interesting again with the with the Jojo Doman stuff. Um, you know, so if we dive more into that, I, I, I encourage you to go out and, and, and find that interview. Um, I, I think this was kind of interesting. How about the Hunter Dickinson situation? He was uh, he's implied now that NIL was a factor in his transfer to Kansas. Of course, he was the top uh, basketball free agent, basically, uh, in, in NCAA transfer portal. Um, he mentioned that he made less than six figures at Michigan as an All-American. And he, and he was. I mean, that he was one of the top players in the nation. Um, so that he, he just flat out said it. That was part of the reason he transferred. Uh, part of the reason he's at Kansas. He describes the move as selfish. But, you know, you know, kind of saying it, he had to kind of do what's best for himself. Um, any any part of that story surprise you? I mean, do you feel bad about I mean, Hunter Dickinson at least is owning that it's a selfish move, but it's. You know, at some point you got to take care of yourself. You got to be selfish. And he wasn't feeling like he was taking care of enough at Michigan. Well, he, he, he's kind of right, though. But um, in, in a situation because he's not at a basketball school, he's at a football school. And and most of the football players probably got, you know, most of the NIL money. So, you know, it's, it's not a selfish move. It's a career move to them now because you're paying them, you know, and, yeah. and for them not to keep their top star happy that's a shame on michigan you know you let them get away and that's a great pickup from kansas because they're always in the picture at the end of the year no matter how bad they start off but it's a good thing to know that hey he's making over six figures now i mean you got there's no way that you you can say it's a basketball school or a football school. I'm not saying you, Terrell. I'm just simply saying if it's a predominantly basketball school or predominantly football school, isn't the NIL dollars all in the same pile? Well, there could be different, uh, like at Nebraska until recently, um, you have different collectives like 1890, what didn't include basketball until recently. So I don't know what they have exactly at Michigan. I know that they've, they've, uh, they've got, I, I can't remember if it's what the exact name of it is, but it's basically taking care of their football team. Um, and that, you know, with what they've done there with Jim Harbaugh, and obviously it is a football school and football comes first. Um, you know, I, I don't think they're struggling there, but um, so it's kind of interesting to see, Hunter Dickinson just kind of come out and say it. And it's also something I think that as Nebraska fans, obviously Nebraska nowhere near the level of program basketball wise that Michigan is um, something to kind of be aware of too, is that maybe, you know, maybe at football schools, football does come first and, and in some of the basketball stuff is, is a little bit overlooked. Why do you think if, if Scott Frost left with $16 million, isn't Nebraska number three in the country in NIL money? Uh, I haven't seen any rankings like that. I think it's hard. Go check it out. Go check it out. I mean, you got to figure they're they're up there. Okay, so if if we're number three in nil money, I don't know why all of a sudden we want to play this game of oh we want. And I've I've been guilty of this, but the more I think about it, the more it doesn't matter. Okay, if coaches are getting nine million dollars and and they're coaching for ten fifteen years and five hundred thousand dollars for ten or fifteen years, certainly the players. Four or five year career, we can take care of those guys. We can take care of. Them. My question is this: If young men and women can do NIL in high school, how do they get evaluated? Number one, and of that evaluation, if we are leading with our pocketbooks, because I seem like that's what we're doing, and we have more money than 
just about anybody. Why don't we got more people signing if it's just about the money? Well, that's why I kind of question it for number three. If we're number three, then where's <laughs> who's getting all the money? What stars are, you know, and, and not to downplay some of the guys that are on campus that are doing wonderful jobs, but this, you know, I mean, the programs are where they are. There's, there's not all Americans. Like if you had a Hunter Dickinson at Nebraska, I do believe he'd probably be taken care of. And, in, in, you know, and I, and I guess the six figure range is, is kind of, you know, we don't know, you know, we don't know a whole lot of the behind the scenes in the NIL, but you start to kind of put these things together. And, and as the years go on, we're going to learn a little bit more. Hunter Dickinson, all American expects six figures. Listen, there's another Hunter that we know should have, that would have went to Nebraska, but money was an issue. You know what his name was? Yeah, I know the hunter you're talking about. Hunter Silas. Now, you tell me if Hunter's, first of all, in the building and he's willing to come from Gonzaga, not go to Creighton, not go to Kansas, not go to Arkansas, not go to Memphis, all types of schools in between. He went on two trips for the most part. Nebraska and where he landed at. In which he took their seven-footer with him there, transferred with him. Why wouldn't we be able to sign that, that young man? Money. It's money. But you just said we had the number three NIL club. Where's all the money uh, going? I, hey, I don't know. Wait, I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure this out right now, Bob. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And again, I know Matt Abdomasi, who left the program, went on a podcast, and he was one of the the uh, the assistant coaches and in kind of the fall guy, I suppose, for putting the roster together in the, in the early non success of Fred Hoiberg. Uh, was on a podcast and said that Nebraska just doesn't have the funds as far as the basketball program um, to compete with the top schools. Now, I, I don't expect it's an them to athletic department. That's but it's what not I'm saying. Hot, stop for a minute. Nebraska football pays for every other sport but two. Look it up. They pay for it. every other sport besides two, I think two sports. One sport in there may break even, but there's two sports, Nebraska basketball, and I want to tell you volleyball mm -hmm. that make money. And it's not very a lot compared to football. So football is the engine that compels the athletic department. If it's NIL for college students, that means as an athletic department as a whole. Now, does, is Rashawn want to? Do I want to? Uh, if I'm giving a uh, hundred thousand dollars, do do I know where that money is going to be earmarked, or do I get to say I want the whole hundred thousand to go to his football? Or are we trying to build our university up? Because I can tell you right now, why wouldn't we be able to have enough money to afford Hunter Silas? Tell me why. Well, and again, too, it's not it's not the university that's in play with the NIL. It's the collectives. The university can't have anything Jake to do with Bachelman. Wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Wake up. Wake up. There's no way. Okay, first of all. 1890 is on all of the airways asking for donations. Correct. 
where they say 100% of your donation goes towards the student athlete, correct? Correct. All right. Let's say there's 100,000. We know it's about, what, about a million people in Nebraska? Give or take, whatever. Let's say say 100,000 people give $10. How much did we just raise in NIL? Hey, you told us we're not very good at math, so. A million. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I know guys myself personally that could give a million if they wanted to. So to go and, and, and keep on throwing this narrative about, oh, coaches can't have anything to do with that. I ain't saying what they are or they're not doing. I'm talking across the board. I'm not inside of Nebraska's coaching uh, 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 facility. I don't know what's going on in there. And I like it that way. Because nobody can now try to ask me, hey, what do you think is going on? I don't know and don't care. All I care about is wins and losses. Can we beat Minnesota? Can we beat white? Why everybody giving the black shirt a problem? Can we beat Colorado? Why are you talking? Because we're going to be Huskers regardless. But if, whenever you get through, can you beat Colorado? We won't know until the game is played. But I can tell you now, if you're licking your wounds coming out of the Minnesota game, I don't. I can't see it being very, very good for you going into the Colorado game. If you're 0-1, going into that Colorado game on the road, that's going to be the toughest environment to play for, and we better be doggone ready. Get him, Captain. <laughs> I'm pulling up social media. I'm pulling up the NIL market stuff. Because I, I would imagine that right after this, we're going to get into some numbers. So I, I, I'm i I'm just, wow. Total compensation for NIL for the University of Ohio. Ohio. Take a guess. Take a guess. Don't look, Bob. This guess what they're opening, what they're paying their student athletes at the university, all of them. 220 athletes. How much you think? Uh, I don't know, $50,000? $2.98 million. At Ohio? At Ohio. It says a total of 220 student athletes have engaged in 608 reported NIL activities with a total compensation value of basically $3 million, 2.98. All three figures rank number one nationally according to Open Doors. The cutting edge. What? Is this Ohio State? Yes. That's a difference than Ohio. That's why I had such a. I thought I said Ohio State. Maybe it got cut off, but Ohio State is like. Like, I mean, come on now. If 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 Texas has a ten million dollar fund to play athletes, ten million dollars, how much would that be per athlete if you had a thousand of them? Hundred thousand, Bob. Come on. A Miami booster offers $6,000 to each Hurricane football player. 
a month. There's people with money that can help. We need to figure out how we get Caleb. We need to figure out how we get Isaiah McMorris. And we need to make sure that we show them the money. Stop acting like they got to come to Nebraska because they love Nebraska. Well, they already love Nebraska. Give them a reason to come to Nebraska. Stop letting other guys offer money outside of this institution. And then we try to act like NIL hasn't happened. It's not real. Yes, it is. And I'm going to find it. We'll be right back. The ticket, 93.7.